Come join Libby, Molly, and Tiffany, the ladies of Consignment Chats, where we talk about all things consignment. Hey, y'all. Welcome to episode 19, crazy, 19 of Consignment Chats. Today is going to be our second Sea Chats Spotlight, and we are so excited. Hey, ladies. Hi. Hi. How are y'all doing? Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Are y'all ready to So chat? excited. So excited to talk with Sarah. And Sarah who? Sarah Marshall of the Corners of Consignment. Oh, so excited. Four Corners, so, four corners of four Consignment. Corners of consignment. Yeah. We are Tiffany, so keep me on track, girl. Keep me I know, on track. She's a detail brain, that one. She's got it all in here, um, yeah. which is good because I never have all that in here. So Even at 11 o'clock at night. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. <laughs> like, more so at 11 o'clock at night than at 9 a.m., but <laughs> I don't know. You're still doing pretty good. Doing right? Pretty good. Right. Yeah. So we're going to dive right into our Sea Chats Spotlight episode and bring Sarah Marshall in so you can hear all about her and let her talk because she is somebody you want to know. So, ladies, let's bring her in. All right, y'all. Hey, Sarah. Welcome. Hi, We're so girl. glad you're here. Oh, my goodness. Y'all, it's our second C-Chat Spotlight, as we mentioned, and we are so excited to have Sarah Marshall on board. Libby reached out to her and has a great connection with her, and we are just thrilled. We keep learning more and more from her. So, Libby, tell us how you... Yeah, so a couple months ago, we were in, I guess we were in a, a mutual consignment group on Facebook. And Sarah sent me a message and said, Hey, you know, I'm starting I'm in the startup phase of um, my my consulting business for consignment, the four corners of consignment. My, I got that right. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I said, Oh, my gosh, we just started like a podcast all about consignment and a YouTube channel. And oh, my gosh, like we're kind of on a parallel path and she said well I'm dealing mostly with you know storefront and specifically driving traffic and things like that and I said oh my gosh there's going to be so many parallels and so many overlaps like we need to stay in touch and you know support each other and I'm just really excited you know for the journey because I kind of feel like we're on it a little bit together most definitely it was a connection immediately we were like oh you're doing this too oh you're doing this too so it was an immediate you know you have something in common with someone and you feel like okay we can do this together yeah because it's not that large of a a community out there right now so it is just so exciting to connect yeah and only a handful of people who are teaching I feel like for the resources in this industry they're so small they're few I mean next to nothing um, mm-hmm. so to welcome, I mean, as much of that as possible. I know when I was there, I needed it and I wish that we had us, <laughs> I wish we could kind of go back in time and be ourselves to ourselves. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Tiffany and I, I have had that conversation so many times. Like, oh, I remember writing up my business plan and being like, there is nothing out there. Like I just start from mm-hmm. scratch and built it. And it was, it was, it was a lot of work. I learned a lot along the way, as I'm sure you did too. Yes. I'm sure tell us all about oh, that. Yeah. Yes. Um, so I'm gonna read your I'm gonna read your bio here. I'm gonna paraphrase your bio here, and uh, then we'll get into the good stuff, the questions. Um, you're Sarah. Uh, you're a consignment store coach, and you help owners increase the foot traffic to their stores so they can make more profit while 
Working less. Yes, that's yes. a big one because we know how hard everybody works. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. He said, I'm a Jesus lover, wife, and mother of four. I grew up on the Emerald Coast of Florida and never go to the beach. That's funny. <laughs> I'm probably holding a chai latte right now, and I'm obsessed with all things business. So I think that's a pretty good, good description. And a chai latte has that nice, warm, homey feel to it. And I think you're such oh, like man, a, warm, love it. a warm, welcoming person. It just suits you. Your drink oh, suits you. Totally. Thanks, Libby. <laughs> I'd like to eat it with like some spiced cake on the side. <laughs> oh, who doesn't? Cake. If the extra yeah. flavor's rolling, I like it. I like yeah, it. Yeah, I need And I have spices. to say, Sarah, I connect with you on the growing up on the beach, but not going to the beach because I grew up on Hilton Head. My dad used to get so mad. I built this house for my kids on the beach. It's your backyard and you never go. <laughs> I I'll get, I'll sit at a pool all day. Me too. I'm all, I'm all for too. a pool. I yes. am with you on that. <laughs> but yeah. the beach oh is gosh. a little much in all kind of ways. And I do, you know, I can appreciate looking at it. Now my kids, I have four kids, you guys. So we go to the beach. Um, but I don't like it. I don't have to like it, but I sacrifice for them. (laughs) Now, do they like the beach? Do your children like the beach? They love the beach. We have two in particular that just ask profusely, like starting in January, when are we going back? Um, So So I can, you know, hold that out. I'm curious the age span with four kids. Yeah. Okay, so I have a three-year-old, a four-year-old, a five-year-old, and an 11-year-old. Oh, my. Bless you. Bless you. (laughs) Tiffany, I saw your mouth drop. I know, girl. I know. Wow. Bless you. When I say three, four, and five, people are normally like, hmm. Hmm. Oh, that is. I can't believe you have time to do all this and the amazing content you put out and that just blows my mind straight away blows my mind I think that working in the brick and mortar store I mean so we're a blended family so Mm -hmm. I personally have the four-year-old and the 11-year-old um he is a a widow actually but has the three-year-old and and this has been a couple years so we've been a blended family for a couple years now but um Nonetheless, it's still just as busy, but I think the brick and mortar store prepped me for being a mom of four because managing a team of 10 um, adults and going to mom of four, I was like, there are so many similarities because these people don't want to work and these people don't want to listen. I think it prepped me, you know, when you can manage a store and be there every day and work that hard this is actually way easier compared Mm -hmm. to that I mean so I don't feel like the time is is much different okay (laughs) I can get that just something you do you just put it in you make it work right well I just want to say bless you on your blended family journey because I have been there (laughs) well (laughs) my kids are now all in their 20s but I, I had one and my husband had two and they all came to live with us. And I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. I, I wasn't it's prepared. Different. Yeah. They, it is different. The Brady Bunch made it look so easy and it oh, was not. It was not. not. Oh, no. right. I know. I know. What were they setting us up for? Come on. <laughs> I, I just thought, oh, this is it. Now, sometimes I do say that I would rather go back to managing my employees than managing my children because they are, <laughs> you know, 
Yeah. We've all had I those mean, days or weeks. Even yeah, though, absolutely. yeah, adults can be awful, but you know, children might be worse. I don't know. <laughs> and I love them. Oh, you guys, I love them. I'm making jokes, but seriously. I know. Yeah. Our well, mornings are you Tell us the uh, name of your business and where you're located right now. Yeah, sure. So Four Corners is the business name. Um, you might hear me say Four Corners of Consignment. That's the course that I have currently running for consignment store owners who want to um, come into the course. Um, and I'm located in Florida, right in the panhandle of Florida. So we have some, you know, beautiful weather going on. I can't lie. <laughs> it's pretty <laughs> awesome. I've been, I was born and raised here. So I'm a Florida girl through and through. I've never even seen the snow have no idea what oh that means. <laughs> I know. In my book, you're I not know. missing much. Oh no, I could not live without snow. No, it's definitely. <laughs> now my husband's family, I mean, he grew up in Illinois, so they have a lot of snow and we would have already seen that if it wasn't for COVID, but we'll um, probably get, you know, we'll be up there sometime this year, but when it's nicer, like we're gonna go in the summertime. Smart. My floor, Florida, Florida heart can handle it. <laughs> Very smart. Yeah. So um, why did you choose the consignment model of business when you started? Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, this is 10 years ago, right? So I had a one-year-old because my 11-year-old, oh, I can't believe he's that big. Um, I was actually finishing college. So I was just, I was broke, you guys. I had a one-year-old. I was a single mother and I saw when in passing, just driving a consignment store on the side of the road, I was the only one of my friends who had a, a child at the time. So not, nobody was telling me, I didn't have a mom group or mom support. I had no kind of support system necessarily. Nobody had ever told me about consignment. So I traveled into the store and there learned about the consignment world. Like ask the lady at the counter, what is this? Like, what wow. is this? This is clearly not retail. I don't really know. So that, that's where I learned about it. And when I uh, graduated college, moved back home with my baby, um, I was like, I need to find this kind of store here where I'm at. Um, and I went to college in Gainesville. So I wasn't far from, from where I am now, four hours away. But anyways, we didn't have a good consignment store. We did have three at the time, it, about 20 minutes away in different directions from me, but they were awful they smelled bad and they were unorganized <laughs> and I was like there has got to be a better option and so I just started racking my brain so I was going to school for accounting I was gonna I ask that okay I did get my degree right so I mean I have a business degree I did you know I use it I guess to manage finances within my business but I just fell in love with the consignment and really there was just a need in my community and for some reason, I thought that was my problem to solve. So there I go, figuring out how to do it. And it was all just about making something clean and organized and friendly and somewhere that people wanted to walk into. Um, and that's how I started. Amazing. Amazing. Wow. And then what, what brought you to the uh, consulting part of the business? So, I mean, a couple years ago, um, 
I, I got out of the business. I sold my business and I don't know if y'all are, are faith-based at all. So I won't like put, you know, really like reap into that, but I mean, God just spoke to me and it was time and it was crazy how it all kind of came together. But my um, husband who I wasn't looking to date at the time, I wasn't looking for a man at all. My business was at the highest it could possibly be. I mean, we were killing it and I loved my job. I loved where I was at. He showed up and it would just all happened at the same time. A buyer showed up right in front of me and I just knew that it's what I needed to do. And it's crazy how it happened because I got married that I became a mom of four. We got married very quickly and then COVID happened and all of these situations that just, um, the timing was so right. And actually six months prior to this thought of selling my store, tried to start this consulting business while running the store. Um, and it's funny how like God will open and close doors when it's so necessary. And he's, he's totally set all of this up knowing that like I needed to have that couple years of life experience and these things that happened in this couple years behind me to just really be able to pour into other store owners. Cause I was honestly, um, kind of maxed out. And it wouldn't have gone the way that it's going now. I would have been too tied to my store, my employees, um, to really be able to focus 100% on this. And then who knows what I would have been a, as a mother um, to four, still having the store behind me. So it just all happened in the right way at the right time. But this has been a dream of mine for a couple of years. So I'm so glad that it's finally coming to Oh my gosh, that, that's really neat. So um, are you still involved sometimes I, I, on social media? I say, are you still involved with your store a little bit that you sold? Um, I, don't, I don't work there necessarily, but me and Anna, the owner, so she's in the, she's in the course. Um, we have such a great relationship. She worked for me. So I employed her for a year um, oh, wow. and she is just, I love her and her family. Um, and the store is not even five miles away from my house. And I've got four kids, so I need to be there anyway, shopping. Um, but we, awesome. right, I like, um, not buying new um, for all four of those humans. But um, so anyways, we do a lot together. Like we talk and we, you know, I'm able to help her. So I wouldn't necessarily say like, I, I don't work there involved, but we reach out to each other. And if she needs anything, obviously um, I'm here. So or you would think I work there because I'm here. Well, I, I would see that. a lot of stuff back and forth on social media. And I thought, I wonder what, how that, how that works. And I mean, I think that speaks a lot to, you know, who you are as a person, Absolutely. the fact that you're involved and you have that relationship with the person that um, bought your store. So I think. Absolutely. Oh, thanks yeah. Libby. I think it's very important. You know, that competition mindset is something that I had to squash a long, long time ago. Cause instead, I think having that mindset of abundance and let's help and let's you know, work together. So anytime a consignment store would pop up in my area, I'd be the first one to personally call them or walk into their store, meet them. I know, I know that they knew my face because I was on video every day. So it can be intimidating. And I never wanted that. I always wanted somebody to feel like, you know, if we had a customer that needed something, I want to be able to call you and let's help the person out. Cause it's really not about us. It's Absolutely. about them and what they need. And, you know, that abundance mindset, it's like what we're doing here. It's like this mm -hmm. right now. It's just, 
it's the more the better because everybody you know customers and clients they all speak to us in different ways they resonate with different people and so the more the better I don't the competition mindset is like for the birds like <laughs> did our next episode for That's us for our next episode really? is scheduled it's titled why we don't compete yes because <laughs> that I is where we're it. coming from yeah so yes. that is so is interesting so that you just said that and I think um, it's probably one of the reasons we do connect yeah and what I think people don't understand in the consignment business new people that come in that feel that competition part the chances that you and I are both going to have a pair of size nine black patent Kate Spade pumps at the same time. Right. It's not going to happen. No. Right. So no. that's why helping each other is wonderful. It's not a competitive business. Yes. You can lift each other up and grow together yeah. and learn from each other. And there's so much, um, so much out there, so much product out there that needs to a place to go. Yeah. Right. And the shoppers feel that because, you know, if, you're a consignment and a thrift shopper, you kind of have a consignment thrift day. Like people go, oh yeah, you know, shopping to stores back to back. I mm -hmm. mean, so when owners get on board with that and they kind of mimic the attitude of their customers, they'll, it'll actually bring on more for them. I mean, that's where, I also think it's the same thing though for us, for people who are teaching in this industry. I feel like it's a little closed off. Like, mm -hmm. There's a big barrier to entry. There's a lot of people who've been in the industry for a mm -hmm. long time. So I feel like it can be kind of, um, you know, there's a big, there's a big wall there yeah. because this is not the norm in our industry. It's kind of like sparse. And yeah. I would love to change that. I'd love to change that for people because our store owners need more. And so that abundance mindset there, like I'm for it. I'm, I want to creep that in. I want to be the start of that for our industry because we want stories like this to survive. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh and my we're God. the start of that. Better. Honestly. Honestly, you just did our next episode. We're for linking us. arms <laughs> and we're going. Link arms and let's roll. So that being said, I love um, it. what do you think the biggest love mistake um, like consignment store owners are prone to make? Wow. That is such a loaded question. I thought about that a lot. <laughs> okay. All right. Um many things. Can I say so many things? Yeah. Um, I'm sure we've made some of them <laughs> Oh, it's tough. But um, I think that really what it boils down to is systems. If I have to be so honest, there's so much around creating a good system and being willing to tweak a system not necessarily blaming people or getting so focused on people. So what store owners tend to do is think they need more people. They need more foot traffic. They need more people in the doors. They need more sales. They need more views on their website. They need more people. And instead, what I think the better thing to do is focus on the system because you tend to have the people and what we don't see is that you lose the people really easily. So people are viewing your website or people are coming into your store. People are seeing your Facebook ad, but it's the retention part, which is a system that is actually where we make the money. Um, and that is where store owners lose focus because they see it as more, more, more. And that's how we make more money when really the system is probably broken somewhere. The system of 
it can be as simple as, are we greeting people properly? Are we capturing their information? Do they, or is our processing system clear? Um, you know, our website, is it set up for, is it easy to access and easy to view? Or are people leaving because they get confused? Is our cart not functioning properly? There's so many things that is a system problem instead of a people problem. So I think store owners tend to focus on the, the amount of people and the quantity of people where when the quality of the system is sometimes where if we just fix the system, we will actually make the money that we deserve. We'll actually make the money that we want because people will come back. We don't necessarily have to get more and more people. We have to retain a really small group of good people. Um, and that's where the focus on the systems can be so imperative. And that's where I think the, the mistake comes in because yeah, we that, don't want to do that. That's hard work. That no is a really interesting take on that. I, I don't, I didn't think that was what you were going to say at all. Um, but just so smart and thoughtful. My goodness. Love it. Um, so, well, it's funny because I lead with get more foot traffic in the store, right? Mm-hmm. So you hear me say that, but it's almost like a catch-22 because that's what store owners want. And and that's what you want. I mean, you all own your own store. So yeah, you want more foot traffic to your website. You want You want more foot traffic and you want more views. That's what we want. But is it what we need? Or is the mistake that we're making not focusing on some of the systems that are broken so that when we do have the more people in the quantity, then it's working and we're retaining them and they're buying as much as they wanted to, or they're getting what they needed. So all those retention pieces are just massive to actually having this. Um, not not necessarily. There's always improvements to be made in that, oh, so in that realm. I mean, no matter so how many. long and we've so, been doing it, no matter what you've been doing, surely there's yeah. always room. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You got to put your head down. No store owner wants to put their head down and fix the system. So. Yeah, it's hard work. <laughs> no, it is. No That's the hard it. part. So it's for somebody just starting, uh, what would you say, like, what, what advice would you give somebody that's just starting or thinking about starting and just what to do, yes. <laughs> how to get started? So along with the systems thing, since that's the big problem, um, my suggestion for anybody getting started or anybody right now at this very point is to start writing down exactly what you do every day, writing down your processes. I think this is where um, we tend to get lost is that whenever we go to hire that first person and they're asking, what do you do in this in this place? How do we do this? We don't have a manual. We don't even know what we do every day. We come in the store maybe, or you, you know, we turn on the lights first. We do simple things mm-hmm. that now you're going to expect somebody else to do. And you haven't thought through the process of what you actually do. Um, you know, do we take out the trash? Do we, when do we do that? How do we do that? Where's this, where's the dumpster outside? It's all these little things. So my biggest suggestion to people, that sounds really simple, but is to write down what you do is to have, it's, it's the system. You're starting to create the system. And when you get it on paper, that's when you can realistically look at it. And is this efficient? Is it working? Is it trainable? Every single thing that we do should be trainable. Otherwise, it's not really a system. It's in our head. So actually just starting to create the system and that's how you can do it just by 
writing it down. That's <laughs> and fantastic then, advice. Yeah. Wow, thank it. you. And it can go for you too. I mean, so if, if y'all are eventually going to, or maybe you already have somebody that you'd hire to come in your home and help with a section of a process, it's just like us in a store hiring somebody to mm -hmm. do this very specific thing. We're going to hire someone to come run our register. They definitely need to know how. So if we just go off of our memory and we're just like kind of throwing up on them in all kind of orders, in no order actually, all, all the things that we do, very hard. It's You're not training to a system and there's a lot of failure in that. And so creating the system, and that's the hard part, right? That's what yep. surrenders don't want to do. They don't want to do the work. And that's the work that needs to be done to have this. Amazing. Absolutely. So all that you've got your store you had before now you've got your new business now I got a question what is the one thing if you can pin one thing that you are most proud of about your business oh um it helps people it I have already seen so much um success for other people um from these little tweaks I'm not you know there's nothing new under the sun so I'm not coming up with these like brilliant ideas that nobody has ever heard of before. But it's kind of like when we said, every person is going to resonate with somebody differently. So this group that I have right now that I'm taking through this training, clearly they resonate with my training. I'm not giving them anything new, but I am giving them hope for success because they can have it with those small little tweaks. And it's just man, seeing their success. I mean, the messages that I'm getting, that's like, um, can you believe the engagement this post had today because of this uh, suggestion that we worked on last week or whatever that is. And I know how that feels to have a little bit of success from something scary and new, and you don't know if it's going to work. And it's, it's scary. There's some fear there because you love it. So you want it to work really bad. You want to stay in it. You don't want to get out. Um, and you're going to try something new to make it work. And man, the success that comes from that, it's just having a little bit of faith. And I'm just so thankful that they're putting their faith in me and like letting me step in and help them. And so seeing, seeing other people's success, I just, I wish I had that. Do you know what I'm saying? I, yeah. I, wish I had that when I was at that point mm -hmm. and I am just grateful to be able to do it for other people. I just love your heart. <laughs> I really do. Um, oh. All right. I'm going to throw a random one out there because this is making me think you've got four children in a blended family. You had a business you were running. Now you have this new business you're running. What does Sarah Marshall do for you time? Yeah, that's, oh, that's tough. Um, but I, I love my really close circle of friends. So like yesterday, I'll give you an example. Yesterday was one of those days that I've been like in the grind, you know, my kids, when they're at school, my head has been in the business. Um, and I could kind of feel it on Wednesday night. Like I need some me time, but me time is like time with my friends. So I just texted my girlfriend is like, Hey, you want to meet at Starbucks tomorrow morning? Ladies, we sat there. Well, now we sat in the car because we weren't going to go inside the lobby because we were literally in our pajamas. Because when I say, do you want to meet for coffee? She knows. Like, we're in our sweatpants and we're drinking a venti chai latte in our car where we're so comfortable. And that is, that is my 
that's, that's where it's at. And we just talked for two and a half hours and oh, ran up some gas. And, <laughs> and I feel so much better coming off of something like that. So really I try to do, you know, something like that once a week. We also have a great, like big group of friends, like couples that we do game night with, which we don't do every week. I wish we did, but our kids love each other and it's a lot of work to put together. Like when we all get together, there's like 25 of us, including kids. We're like feeding armies here, <laughs> but um, a lot of chicken nuggets involved. Um, Picturing platters, we, aluminum platters yeah, like, out everywhere. Chick-fil-A has got to cater for us, but um, <laughs> we love it. So we love doing game night. So it's things like that. It's like getting together with my friends, either one-on-one or like in groups like that, that gives me the, the umph that I need. That's like my me time. I love getting together with people. That's great. That is great. So I, I know I'm with the girls when I say I can't, we can't thank you enough for, for joining us and being here. You're clearly a wealth of not only information, but inspiration. Oh, yeah. um, feel it. I'm so glad that, that we know you and we can continue this relationship together. For our subscribers and followers who are watching or listening to this, how can they find you? Sure. Um, fourcornersofconsignment.com is my web address. Um, and, and everything is on there. I really love Facebook. Um, I haven't really dove into Instagram as much as I should. Um, but Consignment Corner is my Facebook group. I, I would love to have you there if you're a store owner. So, um, and I recommend y'all in the group. I don't know if you see the tags. I think sometimes you do. It's, it's, easy to get lost in that stuff. But I know I recommended y'all to someone who was asking about online stuff the other day. Um, oh, thank you. And I was yeah. like, oh, well, you need to go ask these ladies. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> yeah, we're, and we're in, I mean, we're in your group. We're in your group. We love it. And, you know, Tiffany had said earlier that even um, she takes away suggestions and kind of tweaks them from, you know, some of your lives to her business, even though there's not a that's great storefront. So that's, I get nice. the notifications every time you go live on Facebook. So uh, I'm available. I'll, I'll listen in <laughs> just to see what that's awesome. Tiffany say, Hey, next time. Okay. If you're on, if you're watching live, I'd love, okay. I'd love to know that y'all are there, but yeah. Um, so yeah, so find me at consignment corner um, on Facebook, or you can just type in Sarah Marshall. I've got a page there so we can connect you to the group that way. Um, and yeah, I, I just, I'd love to connect with your store owner. Yeah. And we're going to link everything up in the show notes as well. So yep. people will be able to find you that way. Just cool. click the link, click the link. <laughs> yes. well, Sarah, That's thank awesome. you so much for your thank time. You. Truly, You're welcome. thank you for sharing this and coming and, and being a part of our C-Chat Spotlight. That's awesome. Oh my gosh, how awesome is she? Oh, so great. I just, I'm just i inspired. I'm inspired. She, I mean, I swear, I listen to her and I'm like, I'm going to go open a store. Like a real <laughs> store. <laughs> I got this. <laughs> she is, that is, she's definitely got a gift. Um, yeah. connecting with people for sure. Like, and she just, oh, she is definitely inspiring. I love her. Yes. love her. Glad yeah. she's, uh, glad she's with us. Glad we have. Yeah. Her. And what she said about, um, competition and why it's not really a competitive business and she doesn't feel that way just leads into our next week's episode, which, mm -hmm. you know, we said, but 
That's amazing that, it's you know, there are people out there are. that really understand that and feel that and feel that way. And it's I'm, just really encouraging. It's what we're about. Mm-hmm. It's why we developed this. It's why we have our Facebook community because it's what we're all about. Yeah. You know? So speaking of community, what's going on over there? What do we have going on? Well, this week we are doing our bingo challenge. So it's really fun. There's, there's a bingo board and you can just knock things off and whoever gets bingo first gets a prize. So it's yeah. not too late. So jump on over, join our Facebook community and participate if you're not in already in there. Um, Actually, wait, I just have to say about the bingo. I, you know what, it has really inspired me to do things. And, you know, Molly and T- Tiffany put it together. Molly did the graphics and I'm just doing, I'm just playing bingo guys. <laughs> and, it, it did an amazing job yeah. coming up with the blocks of what to do on each one. The grid. Well, there's, there's some out of the, out of the, you know, off the wall kind of things, but it's all I right. I loved it. I mean, I they're all geared great. toward, you know, helping boost our businesses and you know, what better prize could there be than that? I love it. I just yeah. love it. I'm, so, I'm loving it. I'm I know we'll it. have the rules. The rules are going to go on out there. Right. But like, so the first to get bingo, I'm excited. You know, I like a prize. <laughs> and y'all got to win a prize because I tell you, a person who always seems to win, you know, you have that friend in your life that wins a lot all the time. Tiffany tends to win things a lot. So y'all get in there and win this bingo. I We're, never did. We don't get anything. to play really. We're going to play, but not for the prize. I but never won anything until I met you guys. Maybe you're my lucky charms. Oh, we're like your little rabbit's feet. Maybe. Yes. <laughs> we're your little rabbit's feet. Love it. Love it. Yeah. Bingo's yeah, fun. I so, like this game. This was a great idea, Tiffany. I'm excited. So. Yeah. What else we got happening? I wanted to throw in something um, that happened in the community because I just latched onto it and loved it because it was totally like <laughs> my philosophy summed up. So uh, cameraman Mike uh, said, we put up our quote about uh, from the photography episode about um, do what you have, do what you can with what you have where you are, which is a TR quote that we used in the photography episode. So he wrote, ha ha ha, I have a photo degree and pro studio packed away in storage from my old days of owning a photo studio, lab and camera shop. And now I just use my office lights and a white project board for online selling. If I need extra light, I turn on my side table my slide table on its side. And here's the good part. He says, don't make a science project out of it. Just do it. And I love that. That is like, I said, is it okay if I use that? Because really that kind of sums it up. Let's not make science projects out of this. Let's get moving and just do it. I love that. So on our YouTube, also on that photography episode, we got another comment from Samantha. It says, I normally listen to my Pocket Cast app, but today I switched to YouTube so I could see your photo lab video. I love the visual demonstrations. All great tips. I try to take as many photos as possible. Like you guys said, we want customers to feel like they are shopping in real life. More photos usually mean less returns. Keep the great content coming. Oh, that's Woo-hoo. nice. Yeah. That's nice. Well, thanks for the positive feedback. Really, I love it. really appreciate it. Love it, it, love it, love it. We so keep the comments coming, y'all. We really do. It just keeps us, it motivates us to keep going when we get your feedback, your comments. Make sure you subscribe mm-hmm. if you're a YouTuber. Subscribe on YouTube. What do we say? Like, like click that cute little bell. 
<laughs> the and the guys say, smash, smash that bell. Smash that bell. <laughs> so you can get notifications, all right? Um, whatever podcast you listen to, Apple Podcasts, review us, all that good stuff. If you want to find out all the different ways to connect with us, our social media, all those things, you can head over to consignmentchats.com and that'll link you up to everything we've got going on. So until next week, ladies. Cheers. 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 Thanks for joining Libby, Molly, and Tiffany, the ladies of Consignment Chats, as we talked about all things consignment. To learn more and keep chatting, find Consignment Chats on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Facebook, and Instagram.